Welcome to Raise Your Vibe and Heal. My name is Lisa Snyder. As an energy interpreter and certified breathwork coach, my intention is to help you connect to the healer within. On this podcast, we hold channeled spiritual messages and welcome monthly guests to share their wisdom. My guest today is evidential medium Sherry Gallant. We were connected because of this beautiful book, Gathering at the Doorway, an anthology of signs, visits, and messages from the afterlife curated by Camille Dan. This is an Amazon bestseller in its genre, and all proceeds are donated to mental health organizations and support groups. Please support this project and get your copy on Amazon today. Thank you, Camille. Your book continues to give back every day. Sherry Gallant always knew she was intuitive, but it wasn't until March 2002 when she experienced a horrible car accident that she truly believed in her abilities. She knew then that this moment was her spiritual awakening and vowed to accept all spiritual signs and signals from then on. With over 15 years of experience, Sherry has helped thousands of people by connecting them with their loved ones in spirit and providing them with messages of love that have helped to heal their broken hearts. In 2021, the New York Journal recognized her as one of the top 30 coaches to look out for. Sherry has been a featured guest on numerous TV, radio, and podcast shows and has become a leading voice in the movement surrounding mediumship, self-help, and connections to the spiritual world. Her hope is her experience will inspire others to connect with their own loved ones who they have lost and find their own spiritual connection. You can find Sherry on all social media and her website, sherrygallant.com, which is linked in the description field of this broadcast. It is my honor and my deepest pleasure to welcome Sherry Gallant to the podcast. Hello, Sherry. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. How are oh, my. Today? Oh, I am doing great. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast here today. I am so excited to learn more about you. But before we really get uh, started into your story and learning about your mediumship journey, could we just do another one more shout out to Camille Dan for curating this beautiful book? I'm just going to show it one more time, Gathering at the Doorway. Uh, we both have contributed chapters to this book, and you were explaining to me before we got started that you've known uh, a couple of the authors in this book for a few years, and uh, you joined this project and shared your story, which, uh, well, I'm going to let you share the story, was the, the car accident that you mentioned that sounds like it was a pivotal moment for you in your journey. So if you could just kind of start us off with that uh, experience and we can deep dive into a little bit more about your journey as a medium. Perfect. Yes. Uh, Camille connect us, connected us all together. There's a, there's a reason and for everything. And this book has just brought so many of us uh, together. Plus it's helping out so many with the mental health and drug addictions, which is great. So Get your book today, Gathering at the Doorway. Um, yes, yeah, so Lisa, in um, 2000, 2002, I was feeling, well, it was even way before that. What had happened was I was feeling very uncomfortable um, driving. And I just felt like something was, was going to happen. And then the one day... Um, I was driving and I realized I needed to get a baby shower gift for a shower I was going to on Sunday. This was a Friday. So as I was driving, sure enough, um, a driver who pulled out um, on a highway off a side street and, and he tried to beat this transport truck that was coming, but he beat the transport truck and a pickup truck on the other side of his blind spot um, T-boned him and he slowly come over to the other side of Ooh. the highway. So I just felt like everything was slow motion. And I understand like, you know, um, certain things when you're going through trauma like that could happen like that, but it was just something that it literally was just slow motion. And then what happened was I came through and I was literally, I was looking around and I saw the person and I realized I was in a graveyard. And what had happened was I was looking around and literally five, six feet away from me was the gravesite of my friend who uh, was tragically taken from us, um, who I named my son after. And he actually passed um, one year 
before my son was born. So I always truly believe that. Um, wow. That my son as a special gift to bring happiness as well. Um, yeah. So it just literally felt like somebody had taken me out of my car okay. and put me back in when it was, was all over with because it should have been way worse. And so your injuries were minor compared to what it could have been. Is oh, that yeah. what you, is my that what I mean? The front end was taken off. Um, I'd done um, spin arounds on the highway. Um, my jaw had come out, but just minor things, soft tissue damage, and it should have been like a lot worse. I literally oh. had the ambulance, the fire department when they showed up and they took me out of the car and they took me to the hospital by ambulance. Um, it was literally like, I, I went home that night, a few hours later, it was just, mind you, you know, the next few weeks was, you know, those soft tissue injuries come out like bruising on the inside eventually. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. So literally it's like the hand of God or the angels lifted you out of that car and put you back in because you clearly had a bigger purpose that your life, you weren't meant to go. It was not your time. No. And the fact that you were placed in front of a friend that was just feet away, you cannot make this up. It's just, it is amazing how spirit will show up and give us signs that you just you cannot make these things up. Yeah. So, so, okay. So you walk away from this accident, you heal, walk us through. Now you mentioned you've always been intuitive. You're aware of that. Um, what were the next steps? How did you go from Sherry Gallant? You're, you know, doing your life before because you, you have quite the background with your, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what is it? Acupuncture always helping everybody helping people I was, um, with the college of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, I was a regulated acupuncturist. I just, I I'm retired from the college. I always mm -hmm. suggest, but it's been a few years now because I believe I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yes. So, there was, so I, I had two clinics and I ended up um, shutting them both down and I'm here today. Um, I just wanted to say one more thing about my friend. So I went through that year of healing and, and getting back to myself. And then the following year after the accident, I decided I wanted to go back. And I wanted to just go visit his gravesite and say thank you. And it was pouring raining. And it was a spring, it was spring because it was March 22nd when the accident had occurred, but it, I went back in March and it was cold and damp and raining. And um, I, had I had bought some artificial flowers because I knew that the other ones wouldn't last. So I get there and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, it was pouring, raining. All of a sudden the sun came out from my car to his gravesite. And it was raining. I got goosebumps. Oh my gosh, I'm getting them now too. <laughs> raining everywhere else. And I got out of my car and I went over and I said, thank you. And I said, I know that was you. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. But after that, things really started to... When I was young, I usually felt things and stuff, but you know, you just let it go and then you become this teenager and then boys come into the picture and you just kind of like everything goes on the back burner and, 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 you know, kids can be hard on you and you yeah. don't want to be weird or, or people think you're weird. So you kind of sweep it under the carpet. Right. right. So, but this was my, like, I call it my spiritual reawakening. So when the accident had happened and then I started to just feel things and just see things and, and just, and then I was like, what do I do with this? Okay. Like, like how do I like, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want anybody to look at me and like I was cuckoo. And um, so I started to do research and I found somebody and I reached out to them and I said, this is what's going on. And she recommended, she says, well, why don't you come and do my psychic development class? So I'm like, okay. So I go there the following week. And afterwards she comes up to me and she's like, wow. She's like, you need to be in mediumship. Okay. She's like, you, this is, you're in psychic development, but she says, you're a medium. Like you need to go over to here. So that's where it went. And then I just kind of, I was like, 
I was going to classes every week, like this group that get together, like a practice circle. And then I was like, I would tell my husband and my son, I'm going to yoga. I'm going to meditation. I didn't even <laughs> want them to know. Oh, right? you, okay. So you didn't want to share. Did they know? Did your husband know at the time that you were seeing things no, and feeling no, things? No. So you were keeping this to yourself I and to okay. myself. I kept and, it to myself. And this was uh, 2002 or 2003 at this point? 2003 2004 yes all right so 20 years ago and i remember back then i mean <laughs> i i'm you talk to a psychic i mean oh my god right and so uh, i i i understand i remember that time frame and it's not the same as it is to now where it's i think more readily acceptable or accepted and so understood anymore, it's not right? so taboo so you're one of the pioneers here sherry so so you start taking these classes you're going you're telling your family you're going to meditation you're going to yoga um so retreat okay retreat and there was somebody there that said to me do you know how much you can help people? And you're, 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 this is what's happening to you for a reason. And you're here to, to help others. Um, you need to really start sharing this with others. And I was like, okay. So, and I'm like, okay, well, first I got to speak to my husband. I got to speak to my son because my husband has his own business. My son was in high school. Um, so it was kind of like, ugh, you know, so finally I sat them down and I told them this is, this is what's going on and this is where I'm headed. And it really sucks because if I knew it was this going to be this answer, I would have told them be way before because <laughs> they just <laughs> looked at me and they're like, mom, if you're happy, we're happy. So part of that. Part of that is you being able to trust the process, but also just really giving yourself time to be okay with it yourself, right? Yes. So, yeah. because now if somebody I'm sure approaches you and says, well, I even heard you say, you know, you get, you, you, you'll get emails that are not necessarily kind or, yes. um, you know, and it's like, now it's like, okay, you know, that's, that's their Oh, that's their belief. That's their perspective. But that's not the sherry of twenty years ago. But that. But it's a journey, right? It's a journey yes. on this. On the yeah, healing and yes. everything. So I had people like I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm here mm -hmm. to help with the healing process or help them get through it. Um, so I'm not here to convince, but I could tell you some amazing things. Like I could talk to you for hours and hours. Um, some amazing things. I'll just give you an example how I say, because you know, I do live events. Yes. And, and they sell out very quickly from what I've seen. I wish I was in Canada because I would go to that in a heartbeat. I but... love the events because I feel like I can help so many yeah. in, a, in a small, short period of time. Yes. And it's just, but it's not even just the person receiving the messages or the validations. It's the people around them as well. I had, um, and men, my audience now are just as many men as there is women. And I used to joke and looked at them and say, you know, I know your wife dragged you here tonight. Like, <laughs> you'd rather be at home watching a football game or a hockey game, right? When but did you when did you notice that shifting? I'm kind of curious. What like how many years ago would you say you saw that more men? Ago. I'm gonna say within the last three to five. All right. That that feels right. Okay. I can under okay. Got it. Yes. All so, right. So the last three to five, I had a gentleman reach out um, to me after an event. And he said, I went there. I went to your event the other night, last night. And he says, what I witnessed, he says, was just truly magical. And he says, but most of all, I don't want my family to go through what I saw those families going through. And he said, I want you to know that I'm admitting myself into rehab today. Oh, my gosh, Sherry. Wow. Well, you're a person who wants to help people and you do this coaching and you mm -hmm. do this healing work. And I had somebody ask me once, why would why would somebody go have a mediumship reading? And it's like, it's so healing. And this is a prime example, not only for those that are in spirit connecting and helping the loved ones, but the ripple effect that is, mm -hmm. wow, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you one other example. Um, when 
one of the very first events I ever did um, afterwards, I, I, I got an email also and a woman was at home and her phone rang and it was her friend saying, what are you doing? Um, so-and-so canceled. I'm on my way to this mediumship event and she can't go. It starts in 10 minutes. I'm picking you up. I have this extra ticket and we're going. Um, she told me that she was going to be taking her life. Her mom came through that night for a reading. Oh my gosh. There's well, that this is now bringing me to a, another point here. This is really important. I want to talk with you because this really leads into something that's really important. Mm -hmm. I want to talk, I want to hear what your thoughts are on the ethics of mediumship and the etiquette of mediumship. Okay. Um, there are, I have met some people that their belief system, which I don't agree with, but that's my belief system, mm -hmm. that if they get a message and they see somebody that's walking down the street and they have no idea who this person is, they feel it is their responsibility to share this message, whether this person is ready to receive it or not. Um, and then you have people who, unless it's a specific appointment, I mean, can we talk about the ethics and the etiquette of Absolutely. mediumship here for a moment, please? Absolutely. I will never ever enter, enter somebody's private space um, to give them a reading. First of all, you don't know if they're even ready. You don't know anything about this person. Unless they reach out to me, um, I won't. Only, because they're, they're giving me permission. And people will ask me, but when you're out and about, don't you have things that happen, like people coming through and stuff like that? And I'm like, yes, I do. But the simplest way I can put it, Lisa, and it's kind of a bit funny, is I have a deal with spirit, okay? And the deal with spirit is you don't bug me when I'm having fun. I will be there when you need me. So when I'm out dancing or having some wine or having <laughs> time, don't be popping in, right? Boundaries. I did. Yes, you have to set boundaries, even with spirit. And believe me, it happens because I'm like, just go away. I can kind of, now I've got it down pat where I can just kind of block it out. Mm -hmm. But one time many years ago, I was at a, re a wedding reception and I did that to a man and I, I broke my own rule and I'll never do it again. It was Didn't. like, it was a rule before I broke my rule. Um, it was, he was very ups. He was very emotional at this wedding reception. Um, and, and, and that I'm also one, I don't need to give you details how your loved one passed away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention names, but I had somebody that I really looked up to and I went to see them at Lilydale okay. years ago. This person walked out on the stage and the first thing out of their mouth was, who has the son who hung himself? Oh. That's exactly what you heard in the audience. Oh. And it just went from there. It was like, how did he do it? He used a belt. No, it's not for you. Sit down. Um, and it kind of went like person to person like that. Um, well, I, I ended up leaving, got up and walked out. And that was pretty much the end of that. But it, it's, it's not about awards. It's not about, you know, who what medium is the best. It's not about anything like that. Uh, it's not a competition. When when you start looking at it like that, you're not being authentic. Um, I'm pretty like when it comes to readings, I give it literally 1520 minutes. And if I feel like you're not if I'm not connecting with you, don't worry about it. Like I'm just I'm just moving on. It's like, I, I won't take their money. I won't. But the problem with that is well, there's not really a problem because it doesn't really happen too often, but sometimes my dictionary just, I call it my personal dictionary and spirit uses my personal dictionary, which is 
everybody I've ever met in life and everything I've ever done in life, they use that for me to relay messages to the person, to the sitter, the person yes. receiving the message, right? Yes, yes. So sometimes my dictionary just doesn't connect for some reason. But uh, but people, mediums, I think, get excited when certain things come. And I've done... I've done like world known murders. Um, I've done readings for, for uh, murder victims who have, it's been like in the public's eye, like throughout mm -hmm. the whole world. Um, mm -hmm. These are people it's, I don't, I've done for, if I told you the people I've done readings for, it would just shock, but I'm not one to, I would never say, Oh, you know, put it on my social media. People have private lives they're coming to you as their confidant. Yes. I've had people who were not nice things happen to them as a child. And I've had people come through to apologize. Yes. And the healing that went on for that. I don't need to say to you, when I say to you, you know, people who had not such nice things happen to them when they were young from somebody, I don't need to give you details. You know. No. You know what I'm talking about. So so they don't need to relive it. Just, yes. They don't need to relive it. They know, right? So did you take a lot? Yes, I, I agree. And I love, <clears throat> I love what you were talking about as far as the ego, because that's one of the things that I have learned going through this process as my... Um, as the work has grown so much exponentially, especially in the last three to four years, it is amazing some of the people that I've met in this community that not everybody comes from that perspective. And I am really drawn to the people and the people who have been really coming into my life now are those who are coming from heart center. And it's not about, I have said those same exact words, Sherry. It's not about who's the best psychic, who's the best medium, who's the best. No, we all show up with our part and how we're going to help be part of the solution. Mm -hmm. And the minute we let that ego get in the way, I truly believe that the healing gets, well, I don't want to say it gets cut off, but it's not as effective. It's, it's thwarted. It's just not, it's just not the same. And the world does not need more egos. The world needs more solutions and just being part of the solution. So yeah. I love that about you. What about um, classes? So did you take, did you sit down and take a bunch of, you know, like a, a big school in, in England, the Arthur Finley School is really yeah. well known about evidential mediumship. Did you take a lot of classes on evidential mediumship or what was your, what was your experience? I did go to Arthur Finley. Um, it was a great experience. I went there my family tells me, like, you went there to find something out that you already know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like validation? Did you, was this, was this early in your career or in your experience as a medium or was this? It was, I was, it, I was already doing um, events in that, but they didn't know. Like they, they didn't know. Um, right. And I just wanted to go and I just wanted to be around like-minded people and, and just it was it was great it was very magical um i'd love to go back just to kind of just go back because it's such a beautiful um, have you been a friend of mine uh no i have not it's been on my bucket list but uh, a friend of mine who's a medium in australia uh just came back from there about a week or so ago and said wonderful things in fact Talk about small world in her class of, I think, 20 or so, there was somebody that we were, we have a mutual friend now. I mean, it was, I saw a picture on social media and I'm like, I know that person. So here she is in Australia. She's in this class of 20 and somebody from the United States that I know was in her class. It's such a small world, but I heard wonderful things about it. So small. So it is so, a small yeah, world. It was a really magical experience. Uh, when I go back, yes. Okay. Do I need to? You know, I, I I just love meeting people from all different walks of life and around the world. And that's what you get when you go there, right? Yes. Um, I do have some friends. Um, actually, one of the, the teachers that I had actually um, ended up marrying um, one of the students that I became friends with. Um, wow. 
Yes. So, so we're all still connected and everything. Some, you know, kind of went on their way, but you start to, you know, just because we're both mediums doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm just going to be your connection. You know what I mean? There has to be, sometimes we're here for a reason and maybe a season and that's it and and kind of just move on. Right. Yes. Um, I, I feel like we're all brought in. Which is, it's just a matter of where that path is going to take us, whether you're going to go left on this path and I'm going to go right, or we're going to go together for a while or, or, or whatever that's, you know, our purposes of meeting. But I feel like every single person, I don't have a lot of like, okay, so through COVID, I met so many people online, like everybody else. And I feel I feel so close to so many people, but I haven't physically met them. If, yeah, you know, which I think happens to a lot of us. Yes. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like um, I have some really good people coming into my circle. And, and I'm That's grateful for that. That's fantastic. It's, 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 it's about time. It's like, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have you... Lots of students. I have lots of students from my oh. workshops, which I need to. I'm going to do one soon because I have people who keep asking me, and it's it's it's, it's tough. I'm just uh, a one a one person, and and I tell you, if I could clone myself, I'd make like three. I'd give one to my husband and say go, and <laughs> I'd have one for mediumship, and then I'd have one for like I don't know housework. <laughs> Well, you do know that in another reality that I'm sure is completely possible. So, uh, okay, well now, so you teach classes. What would you suggest to people that are just starting off as, as a medium? Uh, they've got, you know, they, they're like you, they've got this experience. Do you suggest that they get training? What do you suggest? They just go out and do readings right away. What do you suggest to, to practice, budding mediums? Practice, practice, practice what so even you don't it's like even with family and friends okay i one thing i did learn because i would like i don't do family and friends um like i won't sit down and literally give them an hour reading but if we're sitting around or whatever we start talking about it and something comes because they're open to it mm -hmm. i will but i don't do family and friends because i always felt like i know so much about them yeah. Not true. Okay. Not true. Okay. You don't know everything about. I have no. a friend who is in her 70s. Um, and I had take we do like road trips and stuff. And, and just she went to Lilydale with me. And we just, I don't know, she's just like a mom figure to me. And she um, says, you never give me a reading. I'm like, I know everything about you. She says, but you don't know everything about me. And I'm like, okay, let me just feel one thing. I saw an indigenous little girl with two braids and a headband. She's Irish. Okay. And I'm like, this is what I got. So I was driving her home at the time. And she says, you come into my house. So I go into her house and she takes me into her bedroom and opens up this drawer and unwraps this something little in a silk scarf. And she hands it to me. She says, this is the only thing I have of my mother-in-law's. And it's a little painting of an indigenous girl with two braids and a headband. <sighs> okay. So she says, see, you don't know everything about Oh, me. lesson learned. Lesson learned. She had of her mother-in-laws. So oh. that was a lesson learned, right? So you, yes. And so you would just suggest that these uh, people who are starting out in mediumship, they should be in circles, I'm assuming. Would you get into circles or yeah. classes? Yeah, I had practice circles like once once a week. It's and you know you can take turns and have a sitter, uh, just some stranger to come in and sit down, and and you know you could have um, just tell your friends like if you know somebody, um, you know somebody different all the time, right? Because you don't you get to know everything about, but you don't know everything. No, that, you don't. That's that's the thing. But then you have to be. Also, um, a lot of 
people seem to really get attached to you, right? Where they just um they 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 get attached to you like they can't like and and it, it when when that happens, I have to um I have to set some boundaries. Yes. Because I need them to flourish on their own. I want them. So I do a workshop. I would love for them to go and do your workshop because I don't want them. I want them to experience different teachings. I don't need them all to myself. You're here for me for uh, uh, this amount of time. Now go flourish and go, go. And I tell clients the same thing. Okay, go find another medium. Like, you you know, you've not in a mean way. It's just like, I want you to go experience somebody else. Like, you know, and, and it's like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want to keep them. And it's hard sometimes to, to let them go or for them to let, they actually don't know that I'm letting them go. I kind of have a, a way of doing it. Not in a mean way, of course, but I try to just, I want them to flourish and, and get out there. And I want them to go to Arthur Finley and I want them to experience different mediums and just, just get out there and enjoy it. One thing I do suggest um, though for people is, you know, when you're at home, because I like, I go into my zone, it's like a meditation or, you know, everybody calls it something different. I call it my little zone. And I wish I could just stay in that zone forever because it's just like, it's just like a natural high. <laughs> like, it's, like it's a natural high. It is yes. just like, ah, oh. and it's like, I tell people like, you know, do a guided meditation or, or something. And I said, when you go into that zone or whatever you want to call it, I said, hit record on your phone. And whatever, try and like just say whatever is coming to you. You will be amazed when you listen to it. What is actually what comes out of your mouth that you probably don't even remember. That like, is a great tip. It could I love be like that. Channel, like some kind of channeling, right? Yes. And and yes, and it's just going to because we're always like okay, like but some, we go into. You know, it's like this. My husband's like, oh, my God, you're snoring last night. I'm like, well, I didn't hear it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I'm saying, talking in my sleep. So it's good to just have some kind of a recording and just, just, and then you hear yourself. Play it back. You'd be amazed on what you hear. Do you channel your writing too? Because there's a lot of on your social media posts. I'm reading some of the things and I'm like, that feels like there is some inspired writing going on there. I mean, do you, are you channeling writing? I've been doing a lot, uh, a okay. lot lately of, of, of channeling and writing. And I can feel it. It's just, you know, I'm just like, I, I'm riding this wave amazing wave. I feel like I'm this surfer, you know, and I'm on this big wave and I'm just enjoying it and I'm just going and it's, it's just, I'm just taking it all in and I'm not thinking too much about it. I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not fighting it anymore because I'm just going to keep losing. Do you think that that's part of the key to why the information is flowing so well through you is that you're not so attached to I, I'm getting the impression that if you're letting this work flow through you with your writing, that's what you do as a medium that you're, I'm, I'm assuming here, like, I think someone, which leads me to my next question. There are mediums who are taking classes, and they've been practicing and practicing, and they just feel like they're not getting the details, they're not getting enough information. And what do you say to somebody who is so frustrated, or they're just being so hard on themselves? What, I, I have a feeling that ties into what your um, what you're describing about this flow. What what do you say to those budding mediums that are just struggling or even mediums who've been practicing for a handful of years and feel like they're still not getting where they need to be? They are. They're just interpreting it the wrong way. Okay. One thing I teach my students, the very first thing I tell them, please get this inside your head. It's not for you to understand. It's for the person who is sitting in front of you to understand. So don't sit there when something comes and you go, well, you know, that just doesn't make sense. Of course it doesn't make sense because it's not for you. It's for the person sitting in front of you. I had a woman and this, uh, a little, I'll give you a little example. Okay. Her husband 
on the other side, I found out afterwards, I don't know, this, this person kept showing me a big pot of barley soup. Okay. And, you know, I'm like, come on. Now, how did, no, wait, how did you know it was barley soup? Did you see it was barley? Bar- yeah. Yeah. I, I saw barley soup. So like, you actually, so you actually saw the barley yeah, in the, the Okay. A big pot. Like they wanted me, it was so big that okay. they specifically wanted me to notice barley soup. So now, I wait, mean, are you seeing this in your mind's eye or are you seeing yeah. this objectively? Okay. I got it. it. In my mind's eye. It's like, All right. just there. I got it. Just, I see the little white barleys and then the meat. So okay. to me, that's barley soup, right? Okay. Yeah. Right away, barley soup. And I'm just like, why are you showing me barley soup? As soon as I said to her, he showed me barley soup, she just like broke down. Oh, that day was their anniversary and his name was Bartley. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a creative way to get that information across. So this is what I'm saying. So the barley <sighs> soup was a big thing Chill. for me growing up. So that's why he knew I would connect with barley soup. Your dictionary, he your dictionary, my personal dictionary to relay messages to her. So, 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 so that, that's how it works for me. Everybody's different. There's mediums that only see color and they learned what each color means. There's mediums now. So I'm very, and even I remember my classes because it was just like, all of a sudden it's like, I had like, I remember another woman and I'm just like, I kept seeing my son. So when they show me my son, they're telling me they're a young male adult. Okay. And I kept seeing my son. So I said, you know, I feel like I seen this young male energy and um, I kept seeing my son. So I said, I asked her, his name's Michael. And she rolled up her sleeve and has a memory of Mikey tattooed on her arm. So, so when I see my husband, I know it's a gym or something to do. When I see my brothers, I know it's like, it's just, it just comes. Um, it's, it's just, it's amazing. And like I said, I don't want to think too deep <laughs> because it's just, I, I can't, I'm just, I'm just running with it. I'm just I, riding this wave. I totally understand what you're talking about. Um, when I'm working and I'm connecting with people and my, my eyes tend to be closed when I'm working, you know, one-on-ones um, and I am being shown different things or, you know, all of a sudden I'm working on, you know, their lungs or their knees or something like that. And <clears throat> it's just like, I've gotten to this place like you, Sherry, where it's just like, you show it to me, I'm going to say it. I hear it. I see it. I just say it because, because the minute we start to analyze the information that I feel like our left brain is coming in and it's not, it's not being a true conduit yep. for spirit. Yep. That's kind exactly. of how I'm and it's not coming from spirit, right? Right. This is what mediums, new mediums. I don't even want to say new mediums. Not necessarily new. Yeah. Right. I, I, we're mediums that are struggling and thinking, you know, is this, is this working for me? Am I doing this right? They really need to know that, you know, that, that don't take it personal. And listen, spirit has a crappy day sometimes too. <laughs> you know, sometimes they're just being lazy as well, right? Oh, well, that's interesting. So they they can be lazy. Too. Okay. That's. Right. Yeah, and yeah. to come through doesn't mean they're going to come through. Yeah, that is that is very true on and that one too. Somebody doesn't. There's two years I never received anything from my mom, and I was like, like how, like how, the only person that I I want to connect with two years. But I also have three brothers, and they were going all going through their own thing. She knows I'm good. Hmm. She will always be there when I really, really need her. Okay. So she was off taking care. So if you don't feel your loved one around you, don't worry about it. It's 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 fine. They'll come back. I could tell you the signs after my mom passed. It would just blow your mind. <laughs> like oh. it's just. Ugh. It is amazing how they work. You cannot, Lisa. You came from what I know of you. You came from a very. Um, different lifestyle and and um, wait a second you better define what different means and people don't know who I am you can speak freely <laughs> I different an engineer oh yeah 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 okay yeah. and and you know science it was always you know <clears throat> it's it's interesting because 
that's not what my true calling was. It's like, I was, I, I was always, you know, I was always just like you share. I was always very intuitive and I got guided into engineering is a good program. And I've got, I think that that training was really helpful because, um, I am good at math and science. I think it helps me balance out the, um, the business and the just kind of staying, helping me to stay grounded and then marrying that up with the, with the intuitive piece of it. And, um, but it, uh, yeah, my my true calling was not en- my true calling was not engineering, and it definitely definitely my journey has gone in a in a quite the way. But you know, spirit will get our attention one way or the other, right? Um, what do you do for grounding, Sherry? Because I heard you, I was watching a you are one of the, a podcast, one of many that you're on. I watched, I was watching a podcast, and she was you were talking about how after an event, you'll be kind of wiped for a couple of days because it takes it's a lot to deal with the energies. Um, I guess the first question I have is, uh, what do you do to keep that energy going while you're in the event? And then how do you take yourself, take care of yourself after the event? So during the event, it's always, it's different. Every event is different. Um, I could just all of a sudden, it's like I get on, I, it feels like I'm on, like I drank a million coffee sometimes and I just get this energetic feeling, but then there's some. I can tell when the event is coming near to um, the end because a lot of times I'm like drained. Like I feel like I'm just exhausted. I start to get aches and pains and and, and that. Um, I feel like <sighs> it's, it's, I I have this. I have the people, the spirits that come to me that I, I'm going to say that I attract, Attract. um, they're very comical. They're, I get a mixture, but I, I noticed their, uh, personalities are quite the same. So I feel that because of my personal dictionary, this is why I get certain people that book appointments and why they're led to me. Right. Right. Afterwards, honestly, 99% 99% of the time I'm on the couch. Uh, the next day, I feel like I partied for a week straight. It's like I, a psychic mediumship hangover, basically. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I know. It, I know what you're talking about. And it's like, it, it, it's, it's, it's just, oh, and, and, um, so I just kind of, I take a few days off and I just kind of, but sometimes it'll be like, you know, only once or twice where I'm like, wow, I feel like I could do a whole nother one, but very rare because I've had opportunities to do like an afternoon and an evening event. I don't know. I don't know if I could. Yeah, no, it gets to be, you have to honor your energy and you have to honor where you're, where you're, where you're at with that. Um, So how did you go from, this is a, this is interesting. How did you go from, you're in a car accident, then you, then a year or two later, you're taking these classes Mm -hmm. and then here you are, you know, 20 years later, you're very well known. You've built this um, business and you are serving so many people. And I've watched, I've watched some of the videos you've shared of your events and it is so obvious you are heart centered and truly care about the people. How did you go from point A to point B? Did it just evolve naturally? Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious to know about how you went from A to B, because there are many people who they struggle with charging for their, for their work. And, and I, and I just heard this great phrase. It's like, you're not charging for the gift. You're charging for your time. I love that saying. So that was such a hard thing for me to do, to take money from people. Yes. But I gave up my two clinics. I gave up, um, a lot to, um, I literally had somebody write one time on my social media. If it's such a gift, why do you charge? And you know what? It was like before it was like, you know, now it's like, just don't engage. Yeah. Just don't engage. Where back then I would start to cry if somebody took like, like said something mean to me or, or what, but I'll with her. So I said, well, we all have like, electrical bills and stuff too and she was like you bitch (laughs) is that all you have to say 
So I learned. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. Well, love and light to you, but you're clearly not the person I'm supposed to be working with. Oh my gosh. Well, the thing is, it's like, there are a lot of expenses. First of all, all the training you've taken, all the classes you've taken, going and working with Arthur Finley, all the time you've taken where you're not working in your clinics, but you're sitting in practice circles. You've got electronic expenses. Now we've got Zoom, we've got, you know, you know, streaming services, we've got all these different things. That that's not, and again, the gift is free. Yes, the gift is free, but your time is not because you could be taking that time and working as an acupuncturist. So you could be taking that that's time. I say, yes. Yes. Exactly. And those things are not free. No, those services are not free a doctor's time is not free a, an attorney's time is not free yes. and it is um so what what do you say to people who are struggling with the spirituality thing it's like oh it's so spiritual you're not i mean that my opinion sherry i'm gonna just interject my opinion i i'm just gonna inject here Good. Go ahead. i feel like i feel like i don't feel like the work that we do is above a doctor or a lawyer or any other trained profession. We are here to show up and do what our part is. For some of us, we're servicing people by being an amazing attorney, or an amazing doctor, or an amazing medium. And I feel like there is this perception that this work is somehow higher or above, and then people try to put the work or people on pedestals, or it's people who just don't want to pay and for the service. I've had yes. people say that to me. You're charging like you think you're like a lawyer or something. Well, go. I'm sorry. Go find somebody else because you yes. know if you're already starting off with that attitude, then I'd, like just it's probably better off that there's maybe we just don't connect, right? Yeah. Um, so exactly. So, you know, I'll even refer somebody if you like. So so that's how it works. But I have lawyers as clients. I have surgeons as clients i have judges as clients i have actors as clients i have uh, people in so many different circles all walks of I life walks of life and it's just we're like we're up there with with you know we're we're healers we we listen to their problems. Uh, we listen to their 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 health issues, with their their mental health issues. We listen to their family problems. We listen to their job problems. We listen to to everything. So don't tell me that. As far as I'm concerned, we have more. Um, I work harder than than. Um, uh, uh, I don't want to say a lawyer or, but then, then some careers that are out there and because we're this whole package. And that's why I started to call myself the wellness medium because there's more to it than just mediumship. Mm -hmm. The word medium. Okay. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, but I don't want to be called a medium because I feel like there's just more to me than I give people, you know, I give people, um, you know, like advice on like certain points or whatever, when they're, 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 they're feeling things in their body, like they're just from acupuncture, acupressure, you know, uh, mixing of essential oils, what's good for what, uh, nutrition. Uh, I'm a nutritionist. I'm a, 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 a psychotherapist. I'm a, I'm a health coach. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. I'm, you know, I hear about divorce problems. So don't tell me that those lawyers and doctors and that are more than what we do. They're not we're combined with everything. We're hearing they're deep down. I've had people where I've had to stop recording because I didn't want it recorded. And, and yes. benefit of the debt, you know, I give yep. them that's your yep. that's yours. I'm fine with it. And they're trusting us with that. Okay. Trust is so, so important in this line of work as well. And of course, it's exciting to say, oh my God, I did a reading for this person, or oh my God, I did a reading for that person. Mm -mm. And then, especially if it's somebody who's really up there, because people will be like, so are they really like that? Like, <laughs> you know, people are just, 
curious. They're curious. But the thing is, is that you're respecting the ethics. You're, that's the ethics. It is like, it is just like when you go to an attorney, you wouldn't want your, you, I mean, you sign a contract and that's the way it should be with this line of work as well. And also when you find a medium, I, 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 not everybody who puts the name medium or psychic or healer behind their name has the training. And that's where I think getting a good referral or if they're not making a good connection, what's their policy? Like you mentioned earlier, if they're not, if, and I know I do the same thing. It's like within 10 minutes, if you're not feeling the connection, I'll refund you your money because yep. You don't connect. Right. You don't connect. I had somebody tell me that they went to see a medium and the alarm went off at an hour to say the session was over, like a, 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 an alarm. And the medium looked at her and said, so like, are you happy? Did your person come through? And she's like, no, actually she says, well, your time's up. You'll have to book another appointment. How do you leave somebody who's grieving? Um, Oh, how do you leave them like that? Oh boy. Because I think I don't want, you can't let this line of work also make you cold. Yes. And, and I can see that can happen. I don't think it happens with me. Listen, I don't have a problem now asking for money. That's for sure. But because, you know, I've worked really hard. Yeah where I am today. Yes. Um, but I would, but I can t- also tell you, I had a woman, this, I don't, you know, you have people who reach out to you and, you know, I have no money. Will you give me a reading and, 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 and stuff like that? That's whatever. That's totally different than what I'm going to say, because I had a woman who had an appointment booked for, I don't know, well over a year. And, um, couple days before she had sent Antonella a message saying that she had to cancel because uh, her, at the moment, her daughter's needs came first. So Antonella's like, okay. She says, but when I'm in a better position, I'll, I'll, I'll book another appointment. I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. So a couple days went by and I told Antonella, you know, I want you to call her or send her an email because I want to do this for her. Mm-hmm. You know, like she was putting her child's needs first. Like, how can you, like, you can't do that for everybody or you'd be no. doing it all day, every day, but yeah. every so often, you know, <clears throat> you, you, I've had people who have, I just felt on social media, like just the sadness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I messaged them and said, can you give me your number? They thought I was crazy, but after we talked and that, listen, I don't mind talking and I don't, if I have time, um, but also, you know, you have to respect our time as mm-hmm. well. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's, uh, but to the mediums, um, the practicing mediums, um, I think I would say just like, don't give up. Like you're here for a reason. Listen, mediums are just popping up everywhere now. Okay? They are. What's up with that? Does it, do you, what do you think your, do you have any thoughts on that? Is it that everybody is just like, uh, looking at for the stay at home job that's they think is quick and easy and it's not <laughs> whatever It's like, if they have time to do whatever, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, <sighs> I don't know. Like I, I can't just listen. I've had to literally block a few <laughs> um, that were reaching out to like my followers and and, and stuff like that. Mm. Well, let me also tell you something. I'm going to okay. tell you because what I truly believe, what we put out there, comes back. Yes. So a couple years ago, so our Thanksgiving is next weekend, October. Uh, the weekend of October 6th. Happy Thanksgiving, okay. Canada. Thank you. <laughs> double. The Canucks. The Canucks are celebrating their Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm in Minnesota. We do. Well, I, there's a lot of people in northern Minnesota who say that a lot, too. Don't you know? <laughs> so, so, what happened was, um, 
Oh, so I was, I was, you know, getting everything ready for, for, for Thanksgiving. And I got this ding or something on my phone. I was just frustrated and I had spilled grease or something. And then I'm just like, God, and I hit this and instantly I knew that my friggin' account was hacked instantly. My Instagram account. Uh Oh, I, I felt sick to my stomach. Yes. And it wasn't even about the numbers or anything like that. It was about I have a lot of seniors and, and I just didn't want people to get duped. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, so then what happened was I had to open up another account. I remember this. And, 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 and start over. But then I realized I was doing it and I realized, Oh, so they were in like Nigeria or something ended up figuring it all out. Right. And I ended up knowing that if I went on Facebook, I could write something so I could, so I was taking a picture of my of me with my account to, so they know it's me saying it's hacked, like <laughs> whatever, right? But anyhow, a few days went by and then I received a message. And a woman said to me, um, you probably don't remember me, but I just want to say that you helped my family um, out so, so much that I want to pay it forward. And she says, I work for Facebook and I'd like to get your account back for you. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Our... How many people do you know get their account back? Like back, like uh, maybe now a little different, but. Well, Sherry Gallant does, but that's what you're, that's where you're talking about, you know, and that's, that's just a prime example of how you live your life, how you treat people, how you live, you know, it's not just, oh, uh, I, this person can do something for me. So I'm going to treat them well this way. But then you go into the coffee shop and the, the barista, you treat a different way because they're, you know, they can't do anything for you, but it's like, it's, yeah. it's energy, it's spirit. We're all connected. And what you're putting out there is coming back to you. And that's just a prime example of it. And you didn't do that because you were expecting this person from Facebook to reach out to you and help you out. I but that, no, I didn't even know if somebody worked for Facebook. No, you know, you was, don't know. Yeah. And wow. Just, just amazing. So, so there's so many like, oh, just amazing little, like the, the, the things like there's so many generous people out there. There's like some kind, kind people and God, the world needs it right now. They really do. They the really do. The world is really a little bit in term, not a little bit, but um, and I think that everybody's like, I, I feel like we're all starting to come back though. I, I agree. I, I feel like it's starting to come back. I feel like we're, we're, we're starting to take control again. Right. Um, and I just, I just, I just be kind. Like how hard is it just to be nice to somebody? Like we all go through, we all have PMS, we have menopause, we have, our bitchy days we have but you know like you don't know what that other person is going through like just 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 be kind and you know i'm not i'm not dippy i'm not like listen piss me off you'll get it okay <laughs> <laughs> like you know i can be pushed i have a limit right you do i i yep i got that too sherry i got I that too drama I yeah, don't, I no. don't like conflict. I'd rather mm -hmm. walk away. I just want to help people and live peacefully. And I'm going to the benefit. So I'm going to go to the positive side of COVID for me. Okay. So through lockdown and stuff like that, I really did a good housekeeping on the people around me. I learned a lot about people. And I, I kind of cleaned house and of all the energy vampires and I feel great. You know, <laughs> yes, that's a whole nother conversation. We could have started with energy vampires are already wrapping up this hour. Sherry, I, that I will have to say that's really uh, that. Okay, let's just say that the more that we can re remove toxic energies, toxic behaviors, people who display toxic behaviors, people who are trying to suppress your light or hold your light back, it is the more that we can clear that out, the better it is going to be for us. Because 
if we're surrounded by that and we're trying to live from this state of existence and and we remove that energy it is I, I'll speak from personal experience. It is amazing how much your life can can just flourish when you step away or walk away and choose to bring people into your life that are, you know, an, an energy match. We'll just say it. There are yes. people surrounding yourself with people that are energy matches. And that's one of the things that I think many of us have found over these last handful of years that some people have kind of left and some people are coming in. Yeah. I know personally, my whole a lot of cleaning houses happened in the last three years, but it's really about as our vibration is changing and as we're we're doing all this, it's like uh, we're becoming energy matches for other people. Sherry, I want to ask you, um, you hold events, you have some events coming up, they sell out pretty quickly, I know that, but do you want to just talk briefly about the events you have coming up and are you going to be providing any classes here soon for students? Yes, so I have an event coming up actually um, September 30th. Oh, but this isn't, oh, this is <laughs> Did you just swear on my podcast? This is poop. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. All I heard was, <laughs> no, um, no, this is the, yeah, this isn't going to air probably. Well, yeah. So is that sold out already? I sold out weeks ago. Why, why are you even bringing it up? It's if people can't even go well, to I'm it. Do you have... up on December 3rd. Is there, are there spots available for that one? Uh, I'm not sure, but okay, but I, I think so. Um, Go to SherryGalant.com, and we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm putting together. Um, like I said, I wish I could clone myself. No. Um, yes, I'm gonna be doing workshops um, again uh, throughout the winter. Okay. And I have um, like just different types of workshops. I'll be doing a beginners, intermediate, and an advanced. Plus, putting together some. Um, some practice circles as well, like uh, for the students. Cause like I said, it's practice. The thing about doing workshops is they don't, I can't, I don't, I can't abandon them. Like they right. feel like I'm abandoning them. So do so I have to like really like start doing like practice circles? Um, so events. Yes. So right now I got to whack that. Like just follow me on my social media because it's like next year we're putting together like a whole, like a lot of events, uh, like live events next year. And I've got some really good stuff, like some really good stuff coming up that um, I'm keeping secrets for now. <laughs> that you should. And this is all in Canada, right? Yeah. Okay. And I, I am going to get up there one of these days. One of these days I'm going to get up, well, actually yeah. over, because I think you're actually might be south of me right now. Um, we don't get, live in igloos. No. <laughs> No. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts of wisdom that you want to share uh, before we conclude our session together here? You know, I just, I just, just, I just want to share like, you know, the kindness. Like, I just think that we don't, I've, I've met people in all walks of life. I've met people who, um, you know, have lost a person in every which way possible. I feel like I could go on and on and on. I've experienced um, through my life um, every type of um, passing of somebody there is, yeah. uh, from tragic to having their life taken to, um, and, you know, just give somebody, I always say time, okay? Because time to me is like you're giving me this this hour with you, Lisa. This is something you'll never, ever get back. So to me, it's such a special gift because that hour you gave to me, which to me is a special gift because that is something, that is the one thing we can never get back is time. So when you give somebody your time, you're giving them a gift that nobody else will ever give them that specific gift. So, but on the other hand, stop wasting it. <laughs> yeah. okay, yes. Wasting it on, 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 I don't wish anybody harm. I just send them love, send them um, good energy 
and and I hope that they find what they're looking for. Beautiful. So just be kind. Beautiful. And they can't go wrong with that. No. Sherry Gallant, this has been a pleasure meeting with you and speaking with you today. We could go a whole nother hour. No. Can you please uh, tell everybody, and I mentioned at the beginning, but what is how, what is your website? If you want to just share that. Well, my website is www.sherrygallant.com. So it's S-H-E-R-R-Y-G-A-L-L-A-N-T.com. Uh, Instagram is Sherry Gallant Official. Um, if you Google Medium Sherry Gallant, um, everything will come up and you'll be able to, to find me. Um, everywhere. That's so true. It has been a pleasure to meet with you today. And again, thank you to Camille Dan for connecting us with gathering at the doorway, such a beautiful labor of love, such so much appreciation for that. Again, thank you, Sherry. I appreciate you and I appreciate all of you that are listening to this podcast. Please follow Sherry on all social media. And Sherry, I look forward to seeing you here in the near future. Thank, Thank you. Lisa. Thank you so much.